Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. As I'm known to do, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day, and I follow a lot of personal finance accounts, and I I see a lot of their content, and I see what they're up to, and there's a trend that I'm seeing over and over and over again, but for whatever reason, this day got me extra fired up. It was a pretty, pretty big name, and they were sharing their their monthly budget with the world and that's become a big thing full transparency showing everything they do and what they were showing the point of this post was to show how much money they saved and invested and and the numbers broke down roughly as they spent 20 percent on their needs they spent 10 percent of their income on their wants and 70 percent was saved and invested And this isn't surprising. This is a new trend. I mean, this is part of the FIRE movement. Financial independence, retire early. We save and save and we save and we save as much as we can so that we can quit this stupid work thing. And we hoard and we hoard and we hoard and we hoard and we don't enjoy as much as we can. As much as we can, we we don't spend money on things we don't need. And we certainly don't give money away. We hoard it for ourselves so that we can build wealth. We can build wealth, build generational wealth. That's what we always talk about. Not we, they. And we build generational wealth so that we can have wealth and we can retire and we can live our life of leisure and do whatever we want. And this doesn't surprise me at all, but here's the part that always gets me. It's when I go down to the comments. Because as I'm watching, as I'm reading their post and I'm, I'm seeing the graphics and I'm reading the, the copy on their post, like, I feel kind of queasy. Like, it seems kind of gross. Very self-serving, very selfish. But I get to the comments. And the comments read, you're such an inspiration. I'm so proud of you. Go get it. Um, I want to be just like you. And it's just inspiration, inspiration, inspiration. And I don't get that. I guess I do. I get it. It just grosses me out. That we are celebrating and admiring people that are selfish and greedy. And I don't use those terms lightly. I do think it's very selfish and I think it's very greedy. So what I do, what I do sometimes when I see these posts, I'll I'll reach out to them and I'll ask them because they'll put full transparency on their budget. And so I'm assuming it's fair game to to ask a question or two. And, and And I'm not mean about it. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I ask them, how does generosity play in there? Is generosity part of that? And sometimes people say, yeah, in, in the needs, there's some generosity and, and I'll, you know, I include X, Y, Z in that. This particular person, as is common, responded in in such a way, and they weren't disrespectful either, by the way. They responded in such a way that said, you know, this is my money. I I don't give my money away. 
this is my money. I earned it. And they weren't trying to be disrespectful. They were trying to be very respectful. And I appreciate that. But I think it shows the, their perspective is so much different. And I don't mean to say they're bad people. I don't think they're bad people. But I think we're missing some perspective here. That I think we have a responsibility and an opportunity in our finances that it doesn't have to be about us. And so we are celebrating people that are selfish and greedy with their finances. We celebrate people that hoard as much as they can so that they can retire and step away from work so that they don't have to do that anymore. Is that really what we want as a society? Is that what we want? We want to lift each other up to not be generous. We want to lift each other up to not give anymore. We want to lift each other up so that we can step aside from being productive and serving others in our, in our careers. Is that really what we want to celebrate and encourage? Is that really what we find inspiring? It baffles me. And again, these aren't bad people. Some of them, some of them are close friends of mine. They're very good people. I just think they've gone down this path that our, that our, that our money culture has led us down. And we're obsessed with the idea of financial independence. And we're obsessed with the idea of hoarding wealth, creating generational wealth. And none, of, none of which I believe. Um, you know, full transparency for myself, I could have pursued this fire thing a long time ago. My wife and I could be retired right now. We could be retired in this moment. We could have retired years ago had we done it that way. But we believe there's a bigger purpose here. We believe there's a bigger vision. First and foremost, as a Christian, I don't believe it's actually mine anyway. And if I don't believe what I have is mine, then how foolish of me to hoard it all for myself. So we don't. If my wife and I were to the point where we could retire already, that means we were selfish and didn't share with the people who needed to be helped. There's, it's, it's, a, it's a direct correlation. My personal wealth, if it were as big as it could be, it means that I didn't help and serve others the way that I could to the best of my ability. So people, people often say to me, Travis, you, you're just mad because you're jealous. You're jealous that you're going to have to work a lot longer than these other people. Well, I, I could be retired right now. I could have taken that path. My wife and I could have made those choices. I remember I had a close friend when I was thinking about leaving my, my old career and starting my, my current business. And he, he said to me, Travis, if you were just to really lock it down for two years, you'd never have to work again for the rest of your life. And that was a true statement. I could have never have worked again for the rest of my life. While I was in my 30s, I could have got there. Easy. But my point that I made to him was the point isn't to not work. The point is to do better work. 
The point is to serve people in a new way. And I look at my own journey and I think to myself, okay, I could have been retired for years, but instead I decided to serve others in a different way. And so I started this company. And I think back to the hundreds or thousands of people that I would not have interacted with had I done that selfish endeavor. What would, what would their life be? I'm sure they'd be fine. I don't make people's lives. But I did make a positive impact on, on people along the way. People that hired me or people that listen to this podcast or people that absorb our content in other ways. That would have been, we would have taken that away from people. On the other hand, had we selfishly hoarded for ourselves, how many of those financial gifts that we made to people and to organizations wouldn't have happened? And what would have happened then? What impact did those gifts make? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll, I, we'll never know. We'll never know. But I do trust that those gifts made a difference. I trust that an impact was made from them. Alternatively, I could have hoarded that money. I could have many, many, many millions of dollars right now, and then I could go brag about it on social media and people will tell me that I'm an inspiration. Seems backwards. So I don't know what we need to do to change this culture. And maybe it's that the way that I'm advocating for isn't sexy. Because I'm not advocating to be extremely wealthy and to have generational wealth. First of all, I don't even believe in retirement. I don't. I believe in doing good work as long as we can do good work. That's a weird concept. That's not sexy. And I don't demean people that want to retire. Most of my clients have some, some retirement expectations. But I do share this idea that I don't fully believe that I'm going to get to a point, I'm just going to say I'm done, I want to go enjoy life. I want work to add value to my life always. And if I ever wake up and work does not add value to my life, we should probably go find some new work. And I think this idea of, of building wealth and having millions and millions and millions of dollars, that's sexy. Like, people want that. Oh, it's so, oh, it's so appealing. Financial independence. I don't believe in creating independence. For, for me, I believe in, in, in a dependence on God, not an independence from God or an independence from work. So as I think about it, to me, it's not about hoarding millions and millions and millions of dollars. And then people will say, well, what about your kids? Aren't you, you know, you need, you, your kids, you know, you want to leave a lot to them. I don't. My kids are too young to hear this, but we will not be leaving millions of dollars to our kids. Because why? Few reasons. Number one, it's not mine to begin with. If it's not mine to begin with, why, why should they get it then? Number two, I don't think giving your kids millions of dollars is setting them up to succeed. We treat it as we're setting kids up to succeed. We treat it as 
we're going to bless them with all this money and then they have opportunities that we never had. You mean like the opportunity to go figure it out? The opportunity to go earn your own way? The opportunity to fail forward? Those are opportunities I want my kids to have. I don't want my kids to have the opportunity to not have to do anything. Because that's not the point. The point isn't for them to be comfortable. The point is for them to find their purpose and to pursue it and to fail along the way because that's what we, we do. And I've, I've worked with a lot of people that have lots of wealth and I see the impact that it can have on that next generation. And so I, I don't necessarily think that. And again, it, it, I don't demean people that do. I have a lot of clients that plan to leave a lot of money to their children. And that's okay. It's their, it's their journey, not mine. It's their dream, not mine. All I can do is share a different perspective. But everything that my wife and I have will be given away at some point, whether it's while we're still alive or, or after we pass. And I think some of these principles, I wish these principles would be celebrated and encouraged and viewed as inspirational. And, and don't get me wrong, I do have people that reach out to me and say, Travis, the things you talk about, I'm, thank you for talking about that. It makes a difference. So that does exist. But by and large, these principles are not widely accepted in our culture because our culture says we need to do what's best for me, what makes me happy, what makes me rich, what brings me glory. And I just, I don't, I don't get behind that. So today's episode is really to give you a different perspective. I'm not asking you to agree with me. I'm not asking you to do what I do. It's not what I want. What I would like from this episode is to consider that maybe, maybe the way our culture views it, views hoarding, that views a lack of generosity, that views this violent pursuit towards no work, that views this idea of creating all this wealth for me, and my family and my kids, that maybe you view those things and you view them through a different lens. And that maybe we don't celebrate it as much as we used to. And that maybe we make some different choices in our journey to help us live a more meaningful life. And I would even dare say a richer life. And richer does not necessarily mean finances. Richer means richer. And I think this is going to speak to some people. I think some people might be annoyed by this episode. And that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I annoyed you. But I hope it gives people something to think about. Because we all have decisions to make along our journey. And we can shift at any point in time. But just know there's more than one way to do this. And this is the way that my family has, has chosen to pursue these things. And I, hope, and I hope you do too. That's all I have for today. 
If you'd like to reach us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. We have a Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. We, of course, we have our, our financial courses on our website, meaningover.money. And for some of you, that might be a good next step to dig in a little deeper, to learn more, to, to understand how do you do this money stuff a different way. But if you're not interested in that and that's not your thing, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here. And we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 